You're now tuning in to True Way Gaming Podcast, hosted by One Way Soldier. We answer your gaming-related questions and talk about gaming-related topics. Now available on major platforms like iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, and others. Helping you game with a better understanding. Hey, God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of True Way Gaming. I'm your host, One Way Soldier, or... You can call me Carl. And here on True Way Gaming, we answer gaming-related questions and talk about gaming-related topics. And here on this episode, I actually wanted to talk about not one, not two, but three different topics. And one is well, one is quick. The second one is about the, oh my goodness, the, I call it devastating um, Call of Duty event that happened this past Wednesday, November 3rd. And then the third thing I wanted to talk about was uh, Microsoft, uh, Microsoft's uh, 20th anniversary uh, broadcast event that they're going to be doing on November 15th. So let's start with the first one. So the the first one that I wanted to talk about was that uh, Sony's CMOS battery, the issue that they had. So a month ago. Sony actually made a patch to fix the C-bomb issue that was with the PS4. Just in case of listeners, if you don't know what the C-bomb issue is, pretty much on the PlayStation 4, actually for the past generations, uh, Sony has put a CMOS battery in the PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5. What this CMOS battery does is that it's it's a, a CMOS battery powers the internal clock in the system, which is used to... Um, check eligible games that um that is played in the system so for example it was really bad on the ps4 because well on the ps3 if the cmos battery died in other words you cannot play digital games on the ps4 if the cmos battery died you cannot play physical or digital games which is very very bad and on the ps5 um i do believe it's it only affects uh, digital games as well, and it's it, the reason why that's so so bad is because the CMOS battery is gonna die eventually. Is you know lasts for it could last uh, I think fifteen years or so, fifteen maybe twenty years. Um, the problem is when it dies, and let's say Sony decides to pull the plug on the PS4, uh, which they will do one day, like they're trying to do with the PS3, and uh, they just postpone it this year. Uh, for the PS3 and PlayStation Vita, um, but they're they're pulling the plug for the PSP, which wow, it's a long time. In other words, when those the servers for the PlayStation 4 goes offline and playing offline, and you're trying to play your digital games and or physical games, and the CMOS battery is dead. In other words, you would not be able to play those games because the CMOS battery died, and therefore the internal of the system uh, the clock cannot authenticate the game that you're playing, and um, that's a very, very big issue because that's that's completely, well, one, a person that buys a system, um, you, you one, you buy a system, you expect it to last for ever long, you know, as long as you take care of it for a very, very long time with no issues, you know, so that one goes against that. I'm, I'm pretty sure Sony could get sued for that. Um, and the second thing is that it goes completely against game preservation. Um, companies like Limited Run Games, for example, where they make limited run of games, I mean, hence the 
the name of the company. <laughs> they make um, they, they make limited publishing deals with um, any developers to publish the game physically, and they make physical editions of Nintendo Switch games, but also PlayStation Four games. Um, and there's like no point of you know buying PS Four games if later in the future it's inevitable that's gonna die. Well, last month Sony sent out a patch. I think it's nine point zero. And that fixes the CMOS battery issue with the PlayStation 4. And and I know I'm a little bit late to the game. That was a month ago. But I do believe it was this week it was reported that Sony also fixed the PlayStation 5 CMOS battery issue. Because it was also in the PlayStation 5. And which is really awesome. And I'm glad that, you know, I, I give a... Uh, commend the you know the fans that really spoke up about this that really said yo you sony you're you're slipping you better fix this and again it's it, it, it's um i'm happy sony made this decision that's that's good i'm glad that they reversed the decision and, and they fixed the issue but what i think i mentioned this in a previous episode before but what i like about sony um the PlayStation 5 once you buy it even though i don't have it yet i mean we got one one day um <laughs> you buy it Straight out the box, it works. You could pop in a disc, a PS5 game, and or a PS4 game, and it works off the bat, which I like. But the Xbox Series X does not. It's pretty much a brick until you connect it to the internet, then it will work. So I like that about Sony because obviously years down the road, and I know it's years from now, but you know it's going to happen. Like I remember when the PS3 came out back in 2006. Um, was it 2006 or seven? I think it was 2006, um, a year later from 360, <laughs> and I, I, I just, you know, I remember it was like yesterday, and that that console now is like 20 years old, I believe. It, it's it's uh, well, not 20. Excuse me, it's 15 years old. I'm, I'm skipping ahead here, but in other words, it's 15 years old. You know, we're gonna get like that with the PS4. The PS4 now is eight years old. Is it seven or eight? I think it's eight years old now, which is crazy. Time is flying by. So, in other words, it's like, oh, we got plenty of time. Don't worry about it. But that time is going to catch up real quick. And me, as I mentioned plenty of times, you know me, guys. I am a physical collector. Like, I I love collecting games. I still have a a Nintendo GameCube, original Xbox, etc. And I still love collecting games for them and playing them, you know, whenever I want. And I really want this current-gen consoles to work just the same. So, I'm really happy that Sony, in other words, they stepped up, heard the fans... And they fixed that issue with their PS5 and PS4. Now, they just got to fix the PS3. Because I do believe that um, that is still, at least the time of this recording, it's still an issue with the PS3. But, kudos to Sony, PS4. It doesn't matter. You know, you could pick one up years from now. uh, Plug it into your console. You might have to. They shut down the servers. And you're buying a brand new PS4. You might need a, a flash drive. Go on, like, the Sony's internet and download the the patch um from a thumb uh, thumb drive and then stick it in the ps4 the same thing with the ps5 but in other words it's great news it's awesome and now it makes me like preserve like now like i'm actually considering collecting games on that platform uh, ps4 and ps5 i don't have one yet but when i do (laughs) rather than a series x because again the ps5 it works offline um, out of the box and especially them fixing the CMOS battery issue it should last for you know years and, and 
In other words, you, it, it preserves games history. And I like that. I like that so much. Now, Microsoft, honestly, they need to step up with the Series X. Uh, I hope they... It doesn't have a CMOS battery issue, but it does have a heavy, nasty, disgusting DRM issue. And I hope they fix that. I hope Xbox doesn't forget. I hope there's a big outcry that continues so Xbox could fix it. Because, again, especially they're having a 20th anniversary um, celebrating, you know, original Xbox, Xbox 360, etc. And, you know, with this, what they're doing, with what they've done with the Series X, um, you know, it, it, it's, it really goes against that. It really goes against preserving history, you know, and it's contradicting, really. Like, Xbox is celebrating 20 years, but yet they are, with their latest console, they're sort of really preventing that, you know, so... I really hope they fix that. I pray they fix it and they better. <laughs> in Jesus' name, you know. So I, I just want to share that with you, just in case you guys didn't know. And to me, it, it's very great news. Very excited. And so the second topic I want to talk about <clears throat> is the Call of Duty Vanguard live stream that happened on November third. Oh boy, where do I start with this one? Well, I'll start from the beginning. So <clears throat> it was weird. I well, I saw the event at like 11 o'clock, which was basically near the end of the live stream. And um, and then I saw the rewatch. I, I rewatched it. Excuse me. I didn't sit through the whole two hours. I sat, I sat through the, the majority. Well, pretty much I sat through the whole thing, yes, because I saw the beginning to um, like near the middle, like the multiplayer or whatever. And then also I saw where um, I caught it at the end. So basically I saw the whole thing. And it is an event. Um, they they opened the event with showing off a gameplay demo of the first mission of the game. I, th- I think it's the first mission. And some dude was playing it. I, I'm not sure if he is a developer or they just hired him to, um, you know, present the game. But this dude, I forgot his name, but, you know, before he sat down and played, he was like, yeah, I'm glad the, you know, um, Sludgehammer game uh, chose me to present this demo because my colleague, you know, he can't hit his shots, right? This is his colleague. Oh, that's a little funny. But when he began to play and, uh, you know, you saw the cutscene, whatever. And this dude, he tried really hard. He tried too hard, in my opinion. Actually, no, it's not an opinion. He tried too hard to be funny. And so, in other words, he, you know, there was, he was in the mission, there was a sniper. He had, he had a sniper rifle in the game. He took aim. Try to shoot the dude, he missed, and, he, and people were like, "Oh, you know, he, he missed like three times." He was like, "Oh, come on, no, nah, no, nah, you see, guys, I'm, I'm just, oh, excuse me." He was like, "No, nah, I'm just, you know, I'm just messing around, you know, I'm just whatever." And you know, he, he, this guy, he was really bad at playing, and but he kept on doing his commentary of like trying to be funny. Oh, guys, you know, I'm just messing around, and then he shot a dog, and then he paused the demo, and that was another thing too, and he kept on pausing the game. He kept on pausing the game. And he's, he, so after he shot the dog, he paused it. And he was like, you know what? Only if I had an orchestra, uh, my personal orchestra that follows me around. Only if they were here to play. And then the curtains lifted up. And he was like, oh. And then the orchestra played. And it was good. The orchestra was nice. Um, but he was playing the demo while the orchestra was playing. And the thing is, he, again, kept on pausing the game a couple of times. And, you know, he continued to play and he was like to, to the orchestra, all right, all right, guys, I, you know, I need you to play this louder. I need you to play it louder so I can't even hear my own thoughts. And then they did. They, they played louder and he was playing a game, whatever, like maybe 
five, ten minutes or so. No, I don't think it's ten minutes. I, it felt like five minutes. Um, he turned up. He was like, all right, all right. He paused the game again. And he turned to the orchestra and said, hey, hey, can you play that music very minimum, like very low? Because, you know, this is kind of why I'm here. I'm here to present the game. And can you play it lower? After he just told her to play it so loud. And, you know, he's trying to be funny. It's 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 annoying because I want to see the game. Uh, the gameplay and especially what's what's happening not the action that he was doing but the 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 experience the cinematic experience that call of duty offers in the campaign you know it, it was dope um and he kept on pausing it it was it's so so weird and so they did and they were playing quiet and then he was just playing um there was a, a um a point of the demo where he had to sort of be stealth and like knock out you know execute dudes from quietly whatever and he paused the game again turned to orchestra and said Hey, when I, by the way, when I stab somebody in the neck, can, can you like, you know, make it really loud? Can you make like a like sound or whatever? And orchestra, they did. He unpaused the game. He executed, uh, you know, he assassinated one guy and you, the orchestra, did, you know, and it, it just, it was, it really felt corny. Like I, I just wanted to see the gameplay. Literally, he's there to present a demo. Just play the game. My man, literally, he kept on, he paused it like, like 10 times. I'm serious. You could check out the live stream yourself. It's on IGN. Um, you know, just Call of Duty Vanguard, November 13th. You know, November, excuse me, 3rd. Uh, live stream. Check it out. It, it, it was annoying. And literally, it went on, I do believe, maybe 50 minutes. No lie, 50 minutes. Um, of, of just back and forth, like pausing, talking, trying to make jokes. Um, playing a game. He'll say, oh man, that was a must hurt. You know, it's just, just, dude, sit there, play the game, and you know, present us the game that's coming out in two days, you know? So in other words, it, it was, it was really, uh, it was annoying for me to see because, <clears throat> you know, I'm, I was, I, I want to see the gameplay footage, of the game, the campaign. And, you know, in other words, they're trying to sell you the game. They're trying to sell the audience, the game before it comes out. And with that guy, I, I really feel like he did not do a good job at that at all. It made me not like, Oh man, I got to play this game. You know, well, actually the game itself, the, the campaign, what I saw, even though all interruptions, it was good. I'm like, man, I really want to play it. So, you know, it was. But after that whole demo segment was over, I guess, I, you know, the conclusion I had was, you know, I, I can't wait to play the campaign. But he made the experience annoying and frustrating, if that makes sense. It was just really annoying. And he tried too hard to be funny. Then, um, after the 50 minutes, um, you heard a guy laughing. And the gameplay demo guy trying to be funny. All right, how about you try? How about you come out and try to play the game better than me? And you heard a guy laugh. Uh, I will. Orchestra, do you got a beat for me? And sure enough, the host of this event was T-Pain. All jokes aside, it was T-Pain. So he sang his intro song that he usually sings, or raps, excuse me, um, on his Twitch channel. And... Then a whole nother disaster began. So, you know, T-Pain, he, again, tried to be funny. Uh, it, was, it was a little jokes that he said, but again, he, as the live stream went on, guys, as the live stream went on, and, and he just kept on trying to be funny. He kept on trying to say jokes. Um, literally, he said, all right, could, could, could people come out here and move this? Bleak? He kept on cursing, uh, cussing as well. Can somebody move this bleak, you know, uh, out the way? Um, he was talking about the, the demo station. Two guys came out. He was like, oh, wait, hold on. Well, you guys don't need this. And he pulled out a fake zombie head. 
And T-Pain was like, all right, well, you know, Zombies is back, whatever, whatever. And here's a trailer. To me, I'm not excited for Zombies at all. To me, it's not Zombies. It's more like demons and corpses, pretty much. And yeah, whatever, that trailer came on. Then it went back to T-Pain. And then he had to present what was going to happen next. And that's the thing. He kept on... He wasn't, it was, he kept on talking out of script, you know, so you could tell when he's talking in a script and when he was talking out. So I don't know if my man was, he was drunk, he was high, I don't know, but he kept on talking, trying to make jokes, whatever, um, and like responding to things. Literally, if the, if the audience, um, spoke too much, he would be quiet like, nah, I'm not gonna, all right, I'm not gonna say anything because y'all talking too much, y'all talking too much. And, and literally, like, it was just... So inappropriate, and to me, it, he did horrible. Like, Activision or Sledgehammer games, whatever, should have not. Um, but then, it got to, because they, they split up the podcast, or excuse me, the podcast, you know what I mean? They split up the event, I mean, in Acts. So, Act 1 was the campaign, and Act 2 was the multiplayer. Well, it was zombies, and then Act 3 was the multiplayer. And what was kind of cool... And I say kind of because I felt like, again, T-Pain ruined it. Was T-Pain announced, all right, so, you know, we're going to show you guys the multiplayer now. And uh, we're going to have four celebrities on stage, pretty much. And a whole bunch of, uh, and uh, four celebrities and eight uh, competitive esports streamers, I guess, that uh, play Call of Duty. They strictly play COD and etc. And um, they said, all right, this is Team Big and Team Little. So... You know, it was cool because um, they had, for Team Big, they had Big Boy, uh, that rapper, Big Boy. And it was cool because um, I know he's he's into video games because he was into, um, he actually did the motion capture and actually featured in Army of Two, The Devil's Cartel uh, back in the day. He was actually one of the characters in the game. Um, and then his partner was uh, Big Sean, who was another uh, rapper. I never heard of him before, but I know he's a rapper. And um, and then they had a team, uh, and they had four other uh, teammates of streamers, uh, etc. That really played COD or whatever. Uh, one of them was Queen Shadows. Uh, second one was Slasher. Third one was Enabled, and then the I don't know how to pronounce her name, but Crew Zed or something like that. Um, and then Team Little. On Team Little, um, they had Little John. Which I was like, what? I haven't seen him in years. Like, what? Obviously, I don't know him in person, but I haven't seen him. Like, yeah, I wanted him to go on stage. Like, yeah, which to my memory, he never did. Um, and then little uh, Tekka was on there, and then another four streamers, you know, was on their team. And what was bad was because okay, they they introduced the rappers and their team, and T P said, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make him lie. This setup is weird. Like, it's really bad or. You know, like he's saying stuff that's insulting to whoever put together the event that he's working for. It's really weird. He's like, I'm not going to believe in a lot. This, this setup is, is really whack. You know, it's really weird. And then he actually turned to like big boy and stuff. And he was just trying to crack on him. He was trying to diss him. And it, it was just really annoying because I'm like, man, all right. Like just, just announce the teams. You know, they're up there on stage. Be like, all right, guys. Well, you guys going to go at it. This is the band, you know, best man win. I almost said like Batman or something, but let the best man win, go to your stations, etc. And he didn't do that. T-Pain, if you look at the event, again, he, he st- I, I think he stood there trying to crack on him for like 15 minutes. Like, it's just, it was annoying. It was annoying. 
Um, but eventually they did. They got into stations. That you know the um, they were playing uh, team deathmatch. Um, it was really cool to see the action. They they actually uh, switched from T Pain to two other um, commentators. Uh, I think um, commentators. I should say um, uh, that's they were reserving the match, and it was really cool to hear them. Literally, like these shots just stuck with them, announcing, "All right, we're going to show you the multiplayer portion," and just had them talk. And and they were actually funny compared to T Pain and whatever they do was there before. And as they were commenting, the at the middle of the match, it uh, turned out that the multiplayer cut off, which is crazy. Like during the match, uh, one of the streamer they had um, they had uh, literally the, as the match was going on, uh, one guy dropped like a man. What is that called? That bomb from not, not it's not a nuke. Um, a predator missile. There it goes. Like a predator missile thing. Right before it dropped, the game crashed. Literally, the game crashed while they were presenting the multiplayer. I was just like, "Yo, that is that is not a good look." Either they're set up, like either they didn't connect it right, and or the game is just going to be buggy. And that's just a big sign of when we actually get the final product, the game is just going to crash. That's immediately what I thought because last year when Call of Duty uh, Black Ops Cold War happened, you know, when that came out. That game launched buggy, like really, really bad. So, and and again, games kept on crashing. People, the game kept on crashing itself. People got booted out a lot. It was just a disaster. So I hope it's not a repeat this year. I really hope not. But when I saw that on the live event, I was like, man, that could be a sign, y'all. That could be a sign, and I hope it's not. And just literally the rest of the event, they spoke about the upcoming uh, new Warzone map, and again, the, the T Pain he just kept on trying to be funny. He just kept on trying to be funny, and it, it was not funny. It was corny, and like I mentioned, legit, he was trying to say, "Listen," uh, and when he when he showed the new Warzone, he was like, "Listen, I, I'm excited to show or announce." People kept he was like, "No, no, no you guys," I kept on talking, not you know, and literally he waited for like two minutes. He's like, "All right, I want this to sound cool." This is a trailer. Of the new Call of Duty Vanguard Warzone or whatever. And it was just like literally it was a disaster to watch this event. And I hope they don't ever hire T Pain again to host this event. And literally after that trailer, uh, there was some rapper that joined on stage. Uh, literally, like T Pain's, I, I don't know. I don't know if he's just genuinely like that. Or literally, he, he he smoked something, or he was drunk, and because literally, guys, it, it was it was that bad. It was a disaster of event to watch, and me watching that literally, it was the only thing that I liked. Uh, I mean, the multiplayer when it actually happened, that was cool. But the and the campaign was 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 good to see itself, but it was poorly presented and it was just annoying. So overall, I just wanted to sort of give a review basically on that call of duty vanguard event it was a disaster in my opinion it was a disaster it was just not okay so and um yeah next time or next year when they present modern warfare 2 they need to hire professional hosts or something that would take the job seriously and and present things well and that's all i have to say in the matter uh watch at your own risk or you know 
you watch it, you, it's probably going to be funny to you. I don't know. But for me, I was annoyed as heck. And, oh boy, they better do better. They need to do better. So, all right. And so now, the last topic that I want to talk about on the show is Microsoft 20th anniversary. That's uh, the uh, broadcast that is coming November 15th. Now, I'm really ex- super duper excited. Well, okay, so... I'm excited at a possibility of something, and this is sort of my prediction. This is sort of my prediction for the event because Microsoft came out and they flat out said that, look, um, we're not going to announce any new games. We're not going to announce any new games, but we are going to take a look back at our 20, you know, 20 years of Xbox. All right, that's cool. That's awesome. Uh, but there's been heavy, there's a lot of rumors floating around and heavy flu, uh, oh my goodness, heavy uh, rumors, I almost said fluters or something, um, heavy rumors of Microsoft having a surprise at this event, of announcing a big batch of backward compatibility titles, additional backwards compatibility titles to the backwards compatibility program. And I hope this is accurate. And where this um, rumor started, you know, uh, sparring up a little bit, is I think it's at trueachievements.com where... Um, Someone spotted listings um, or a code of um, the first Templar and um, are you smarter than a fifth grader for the Xbox 360 having their own um, having their own uh, page on the Microsoft store, basically. And also there's other, um, I guess, codes or something leading to them leading original Xbox games as well, testing them out. One of them was... That are alive three. Another one was I think uh, the Gladiator or something like that, and so a few other games. You could check it out through achievements.com, and and yeah. So in other words, you know it, it is exciting. Microsoft looking back twenty years. It is because I remember when I was eight years old when I played Halo Combat Evolved. I used to love watching my father play that game. I used to love watching my uh, watch my pop play. Uh, what was it? Yeah, Halo. He played WWE Raw. Um, he also, uh, I played uh, uh, Breakdown. There you go, Breakdown. My father, I used to watch him play that. That was really good. And um, yeah, you know, he. Oh, also, I used to watch him play um, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, and just just a whole bunch of games. You know, so it was a lot of precious memories. And again, original Xbox console, I, I really love. It was, it still is to me an amazing console, especially. At that gen, which I think is the sixth gen, that was the most powerful console at that time, and was actually fully capable of running games natively at 1080i, which is really dope. Um, the game is limited, is like probably 10 games that run at 1080i, but there's a lot of them that ran at 720p. Um, that console actually supported widescreen support. For example, Max Payne 2 supported uh, 720p widescreen, which is really awesome. Looks good on HD um, TV today. And um, yeah, that, that, that console was was a little bit ahead of its time. It was really good. Um, actually, it was well, not not the first because the Nintendo GameCube featured four controller ports as well. But the original Xbox, you know, four controllers, just plug it in, use a memory card. It had the built-in. It was the first console to have a built-in hard drive, which was really cool, really neat, and just so much memories. I remember just also I remember playing the original Xbox. Uh, demo discs. I remember my dad was subscribed to Xbox Magazine, and every month 
the magazine would come in and include a demo disc and literally me exploring different games through those um, demo discs. There was actually one game that I remember that I really liked that I've never purchased, which probably after this podcast I'll hunt down. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, there was a game actually called Bounty Hunter. And I remember playing the demo of that. I was like, man, the graphics are so mind-blowing. That game was um, really heavily advertised. It's a first-person shooter, and it's really dope. And um, I just remember, yeah, playing that, playing um, Kung Fu Chaos. I remember playing a demo of Ragdoll Kung Fu, but I think that game got canceled, which is um, very weird. I ought to do deeper research on that. And and um, oh, also uh, um, Whacked. You know, I, I remember just there was a lot of exclusive original Xbox games that were really, really awesome and just so much memories. And I remember I used to play the demo discs like they were full games, <laughs> like like literally full. And I just constantly replayed them, replayed them, exploring new games like Toe Jam and Earl, which I still don't have in my collection. And I know that's an expensive game even till today. And yeah, there was just so many, so many games. Um, and, and playing so, so many fond memories. Oh, uh, Blix, um, and that's rights. Man, those were such good memories, man. So, so good memories. But, so in other words, I am excited to take a look down. But I'm gonna be honest with you guys at the same time, I'm really hoping that's not just it, you know, because this is supposed to be a celebration, a 20th anniversary, and I know basically they're celebrating by making a Halo Xbox that nobody could get. And, you know, Halo Infinite is releasing this year. And it's just, um, you know, they have, they're have they bringing back FanFest, which I signed up for. I recommend you still have time before the 9th to sign up. Um, November 13th, they're having like a trivia game that people can participate in and a multiple multiple choice questions and stuff and you could uh, actually win prizes and stuff so that, that's a that's cool but in other words i feel like okay w- what else are you gonna be doing a like fan fest understand a trivia game you can win prizes but you know they're releasing no new game this year well they're not besides halo infinite but which i guess this yes 20th anniversary halo so i guess that's it but it just you know, I guess it, it felt like a struggle. It doesn't really feel like a celebration. It's like, man, they need to bring it out this year just because it's been delayed. And it's just, what what is Microsoft, how are they going to do this? How are they going to launch this big celebration, in other words, is what I'm, I want to know. And to me, I think, you know, on, on the live stream, if they were to say, oh, yeah, and today we're, we're probably to announce, you know, this... 100 game, 100 360 games. I want it to be more, to be honest, but 100 Xbox 360 games, um, and you know, 30 more original Xbox games are added to the backwards compatibility list. And you guys could play today and just enjoy it and you know, have a fun trip down memory lane. That will be an awesome way to celebrate the 20th anniversary. I really hope that they announce that. Now, I remember me talking to Tony, um, Tony was like, Carl. Have the mindset that that's not going to happen. Just enjoy the 20 years back, you know? And I get what he's saying, like, because obviously if I have, I go in with the expectation, uh, you know, they don't deliver, I'm going to be really, really disappointed, you know? But to, to be honest, I, I you know, I'm going to tune in anyway. 
obviously, because I'm going to talk about it. Actually, I'm going to be talking about it with Tony uh, here on the um, podcast um, after the event. So that's going to be very fun and interesting. Um, a lot of laughs, I'm sure. But I'm just like, man, Microsoft, come on. They, they have to... Yes, we're getting Halo Infinite. We have Game Pass, but I want them to do something that's going to really... that's It's in part of this 20-year celebration. You know, they have to do something. And I understand we're still technically in a pandemic, and there's been a lot of stuff, a lot of delays this year. You know, there, there has to be... How are they going to celebrate this 20 years? And that's what I really, really want to know. And... Or, or what they're going to give us to the fans, you know? So that's what I really want to see. Really is the backwards compatibility. I mean, come on. I really want Max Payne 3 on backwards compatibility. I want Tetris Z. I, you know, I really would love to see those games on the backwards compatibility program. It, it needs to happen. And I really does. And, and, and I know a lot of... Oh, sorry, guys. Sorry. I know that... You know, there can't be as many original Xbox games on the program you do the licensing and stuff like that. Like for example, I would really love to see Dead Jet Fight for New York, but that's probably never going to happen because there's just so many licensed, you know, so many licensed rappers in there that you need to get permission. And it's just going to be crazy. You know, I think it will be too much. It will cost more for them to actually try to put it on than actually put it on and people buy it. But, but I... I I think honestly, if they were to get that on the program, it would sell millions today. If they could make Dead Jam Five from New York backwards compatible, even though I'm pretty sure it would never happen. But then again, I said that about Two Human, and that became backwards compatible. If they could bring Dead Jam Five from New York, they, oh my, it will sell millions. I know that for a fact. It will sell millions because that game is too, too legendary to not. So anything, you know, so that's just my opinion, but yeah, so, and plus I still have a lot of original Xbox games as well that I would love to see on a program besides the Gen 5 for New York. I would love to see, um, oh my goodness, uh, I spoke about it before in a podcast with Tony and um, Caroline. It was uh, Rocksteady did the game. It was, oh, Urban Chaos. There you go. Urban Chaos. I, I need to see that in the backwards compatibility. I need to see that because uh, I doubt Rocksteady will ever remake that game. They're so focused on uh, the Suicide Squad or and uh, Gotham Knights and what? No, I don't think they're doing Gotham Knights. They're doing just uh, Suicide Squad. But you know, they when they focus on IP, they focus heavily on that. And you know, I would love to see Urban Chaos come back. You know, I would love that. And just um, even Bounty Hunter, even uh, Mech Assault. You know, I, I would love to see these games on the backwards compatibility program. And Microsoft, they could do it. I know Jason Ronald back in April. Um, he said, oh, yeah, we were investigating what we can do about ba- adding backwards compatibility to the program just because, you know, there's a lot of games that, uh, well, in terms of licensing and stuff, that's one issue um, because of uh, licenses and, and um, you know, IPs, they, they were done by paper and a lot of it was lost. Uh, like companies lose them through transition over the years. Um, but another thing that he made, that he complained was that to try to, optimize it to run on the series x to emulate it is an issue because the game is probably too old and it'll break the game but i don't i I don't really believe that because you know i'm not an engineer you know i'm not but literally we we have games literally like emulators like the dolphin emulator you know running on the series x just like literally these emulators uh for the playstation 2 even for the gamecube 
um, you know, going back to the NES, Sega Genesis emulators, like we have these emulators that run on the Series S and even X, and they run like beautifully, like amazingly. You know, I literally I believe that when they just have to work on the emulator itself or emulating the game itself. They have to work on. They have to work on emulating the game. And I believe they could make it to a point where it runs beautifully and, and smoothly on the Series X. You know, I don't believe that they can't bring back a game because, oh, they just can't optimize. Well, what is Microsoft they're talking about? They make software. They make, you know, they're, they have master coders on a the team. They, they could do it. You know, they could do it. They just have to work on that emulation and bring it back and you know it can be done because it's crazy to me too that on a playstation 4 we see max Payne 1 and max Payne, not max Payne 2 no we have max Payne 1 we have the warriors on the oh red dead redemption on uh three rockstar games on the sony platform but we didn't get it backwards compatible yet on the xbox which i found really really weird um and I'm pretty sure if it's on there, it could run on the Series X, even though Series X is too like so much more powerful than that, you know? I think three times more powerful. But it could happen. It could happen. And so bottom line, basically what I mean murmuring on and on. <laughs> um just because you didn't know, November 15th, mark your calendars, Microsoft's anniversary uh, event. They're gonna look back 30 uh 20 years, excuse me. And I hope they get to 30. That would be awesome. But 20 years of history and celebration. Um, but I, I really hope they have that surprise. That's what I'm going into. I, they have to. They have to. They have to announce backwards compatibility. It's been too long since we had games added. They have to add it. And they can. I know they can. So I can't wait to see that. And yeah, and let's just see. You know, uh, I hope we hope it's a good show. And yeah, and that's about it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> sorry about that, guys. My nose is bothering. Sorry if you hear me with making, you know, with tissue and stuff. It nose is bothering me. But anyway, that's about it. That's all I have for this episode of True Gaming. Um, they, I want to say thank you so very much for tuning in. If you have a question and or topic you want to discuss here on the show, you can send an email at twgpquestions at gmail.com. Make sure you leave your name. Uh, or write questions at the subject bar. Make sure you leave your name so I can probably address you here on the show. And hopefully your episode and or question, uh, your episode, I mean, no sense, your topic and or question will be featured here on the show uh, on the next episode. And and again, thank you so very much for tuning in. And uh, again, uh, upload an episode every Friday, every Friday, uh, a new episode turns live. And yeah, just thank you so much for your support. And you can follow me on Twitter at uh, True Way Gaming. Um, as well so you could stay up to date what updates or you could stay you know tuned when uh, you could be notified when an episode of mine goes live you can also please don't forget to subscribe on podbean or um, amazon music um spotify tell your friends tell your family if they have a question they could send a question here and could be featured on the show and again guys thank you so very much for your support i love you guys god bless you jesus loves you my name is one way soldier and this is the end of my transmission. Beautiful.